0: coaches were harping on us because they were like, we need to win this game. And I was like, I looked at her, I'm like, I'm just going to live in my own happy little bubble. And so every time something happened and I was like, I was going to let other people influence me. I was like, happy little bubble, happy little bubble. And it's working for me.
1: Something I find myself saying on a regular basis, and I think Reese will appreciate this, is welcome to me. I always say that. And I think it's hilarious when I say it, but it's the truth. Because this is me. This is what you get.
2: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and advice for coaching the mental game of softball. I'm Melanie Rushing, and we're bringing you a special episode today where we dig into something we've been up to for the past week or so, and we are so excited to share it with you. So the number one question we get from coaches is, how do I help my players be more confident? It's what we ultimately want for all of our athletes, right? Right. There's so many things attacking their confidence daily, it feels like an uphill battle. In today's episode, we're showing a live interview run by our colleague, Jen Starkey, in our tough team challenge, more on that later. She invited on two guests to talk about confidence. One of her MVP student athletes, Reese, and health and mindset coach, TJ Leader. The theme that came out of this discussion for how to build confidence that lasts, was to take ownership. No matter what we do as coaches to try and boost our players and our team's confidence it will not stick until they make that commitment to themselves today we discussed tj's story of how he got into nutrition fitness and mindset coaching how overwhelm made reese feel like it put her fire out why you're doing the world a disservice when you're not being you what energy has to do with living a happier life food and thoughts as fuel how comments made by others can have a big and often negative impact on you and how to take ownership of your confidence. Stick with us to the end and we'll tell you more about an awesome opportunity for coaches, teams, players and parents at the tough team challenge. More on that in the end, but for now, let's get to the interview.
3: Welcome back to the Tough team challenge. I am super pumped. Tonight is going to be fire. If you have not been on any of our lives yet so far, don't worry. You can catch the replays, but you definitely made it to a good night, whether you're a parent, a coach, an athlete. We're going to be talking about confidence. I've got my one of my favorite girls on here. Co- I call you Coach Reese. <laughs> Congratulations, Coach Reese. She is a coach. She's 15 years old, yes. all the way from Canada. And then we've got TJ, the mind and body confidence master on here. He's going to bring the heat and bring the fire tonight. So tonight is all about If you've been struggling that waves of up and down and confidence, whether it's in softball, when you're up to bat, when you're pitching, when you're playing defense, struggling with that, or in bigger stuff in life. So you've gone through this ups and downs of like confidence in yourself, with your body, with your body image, um, with how you communicate with others, social situations, like having to switch teams, all of the confidence stuff. We're going to go deep um, and we're going to then take your questions. So with all that said, welcome guys. Thanks for being on tonight. (laughs) Oh what is up i'm repping the beyond the white line stuff because reese like i said i met her through a softball camp up in canada she's got her canada futures jersey on tonight she came fresh from giving her very first paid lesson she made 40
0: canadian dollars tonight (laughs) not Not that much in us dollars not that much in us dollars it's it's still pretty good for a 15 year old
3: it's still pretty good for a 15-year-old dollar. It's not
0: minimum wage, I'll
3: tell you that. For doing something you yeah. love, I mean, you're in good shape, girl. So um, I'm excited because in a little while, Reese is going to kind of tell her story because she's a great case study of somebody who's really transformed her life in a very short amount of time. I think, when do we start working together, Reese? January? Yeah. Like, no.
0: January oh, it's beginning of January, late December. Okay. Late December. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, um, so, all right. So, I'm super excited to get into that. But first, TJ, I want to welcome you to the call. I'll give you a chance to introduce yourself, tell you a little bit about your story, um, and just say hello. Bring it up. Bring it, TJ.
1: <laughs> What's up, everybody? So, yeah, thank you so much for introducing me. I uh, I'm literally like psyched to be here. You'd think I'd had like a thousand milligrams of caffeine today, but I'm just pumped because um, I have a big mission and a big purpose, and that's the reason that we got connected in the first place, Jen, is because you. Love being able to touch people's lives, change the way that they see things, the experience that they have, and we really connected on that. So, um, if you don't know me, my name is TJ Leader. Um, I am from Durango, Colorado, and the reason that I, I really wanted to come in and just be a part of this, and that we started talking in the first place, is because this is very, very near and dear to my heart. And I know that a lot of people that are watching this video that will experience this. They are feeling like they're lacking in confidence. And that might even be the coaches or the parents or the players themselves. Yes. There, there's a deep lack of confidence and love going around in the entire world right now. And the reason that is so personal to me, just to tell a little bit about my story, is that I felt that when I was in middle school and high school. I was always insanely tall. I'm 6'4. You can't tell in this video because I'm sitting down, but I'm 6'4. I've always been insanely tall. And I really, really struggled with confidence in my body image. I tried so hard in middle school and high school to eat all the right foods and buy all the supplements and every single diet that I could possibly try, working so hard to get to this image that I really wanted to create. And I just remember feeling really defeated. I felt like I didn't have the right support, the right coaches to get me where I needed to be here and physically. I had the right coaches for basketball and soccer and whatever else in terms of like technical skills, but I didn't have anybody to guide me when it came to my confidence, my mindset, who I really was, and what I was capable of. And that's what I want to create. That's what I've been working for the last couple of years on the online space and really, really focusing to create that for women and moms. Um, And now I'm really stepping into it with kids and have been for the last year or so. And it has been phenomenal. I absolutely love what I do. Helping people to be the best version of themselves, there's nothing better than that. And I think Jen would completely agree with me on that.
3: Absolutely. One of the things I, I love is TJ's the kind of person, too, that, like, I, whenever I was going through a difficult time about a year ago, I, he totally shifted my mindset on the, the things. And just through, I think it was maybe a 20 minute conversation with you, TJ. It wasn't long. Might have been, it was like on a group call, I think, even. It's like whenever I first met you, I was like, I was like, you got me pumped. You got me on fire. You're talking about acting like you're on caffeine. Me, too. Like, I think I've been super low on sleep this week, like, not my optimal. And I'm still on fire because I've been so excited to introduce you because I think, we have the opportunity to surround ourselves, say in, in technology and space. Like Reese is calling in all the way from from Canada. And I've been working with her for, for six months in Vancouver, like the other side of the country, right? And um and the cool thing is it's like we get to pick and choose who our influences are. And we get to pick to surround ourselves with people who actually help us become more confident and build us up and raise that our energy levels. And you are that you've been that person for me. And so whenever 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 TJ reached out to me and he was telling me about his mission to help more kids, I'm like oh my gosh, I've got to introduce you to my girls and to the parents because I know that you're going to be able to bring that to them too. So I know we're going to go deep into talking about Confidence tonight, talking about some of those mindset shifts that you've helped me with, that you've helped so many women, moms, children with. So I'm super pumped about that. And then Reese is here because she's going to be able to kind of be that voice and share some of some questions with you as well as, well as share her own story. So actually, let's do that now. Let's Reese, um, Reese, why don't you tell a little bit about your story of how Uh, where you were when we first started working together back in december january and tell a little bit about what's gone on for you and where
0: you are at now mentally let's start there awesome okay so um i just moved from alberta um i had a pretty tough time there with bullying stuff like that and so my family decided to make a bit of a change and move to abbotsford So completely new province, completely new school, completely new ball team. And I was just just to give us Americans
3: some perspective, because not every not we're not all like super well versed in Canadian geography. It's like it was like essentially geographically moving from like just like west of Michigan to all the way to like Washington State. Right. So it's like it's not like a little move. It's like a big move. Okay, continue.
0: So I came in expecting it to be like, oh yeah, like it's not a big deal. Like I'll totally be able to handle this. Like I always thought of myself as like a really confident person and um, I thought I was ready for it and I definitely was not. And seeing how not prepared I was really impacted my self-esteem and I kind of got to a point where I was so hard on myself and so down and I felt like I just, I couldn't be happy and it was a really really tough time for me and i just i wasn't showing up as the person i knew myself to be or the person i wanted to be and um my parents weren't able to help me and it just kind of ended up being this like huge moment in my life where we just didn't know what to do and um i was able to reach out to coach jen and we've been working for a couple months now and i've completely turned around into the person that i wanted to be and even more than that like i I never even would have thought I am today but it's so much better than I could have ever imagined and just everything that I've gone through has been so amazing so far and I can't wait for more
3: it's a good story right no even knowing the details right TJ oh yeah <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm already pumped
3: you can hear it in her voice yeah it's like it, and, and Reese did there was times when she comes she's like I don't understand like I'm not showing up the way out and I want to tell you uh, Reese you can share as much as little as you want to I know that you yeah. said you're an open book I know that there are girls, there are parents that they feel like whatever they're going through, they feel like it's like this this thing that they should be ashamed of. They feel like it's the only them. So whatever you're willing to share about that ta- those times, um, you're welcome to. Um, but what I love is some the other day you told me about this mini peak <laughs> it, that you like. You're like well, I'm on a mini peak, and one day I'm going to be on a high peak, <laughs> um, like climbing this mountain, right? And I think sometimes um, when Stacey and I were having a conversation about this last night, it's like sometimes we are so far underwater. And it's like as a parent, we we have this vision of what our kids are potential of, like where they can get to. And it's like up this mountain. But sometimes we're so far underwater, we can't dream about going up the mountain because we're just trying to get air. We're just trying to get to the beach, right? Like we're just trying to get to the place where I can just settle for a minute. And sometimes like this week, I've had messages from parents that are like, their daughters are going through deep depression. They're going through super hard times. They're not enjoying softball. They can't even they can't even think about a college scholarship or being able to win games because they're not even having fun when they're there. And so they're like so far underwater. So I was wondering, Reese, can you tell a little bit about what that time was like for you when you were so far underwater? Like what were some of the things that were happening in your life? What were some of the feelings that you were going through? And then how did you shift from there to being able to breathe, to be able to even see up the mountain?
0: Um, So it kind of started off like when school started, like I'm part of uh, academy there for softball. And so two classes a day, um, I would be working with these coaches. And I would definitely say that's the hardest I've ever been pushed. And I walked in there thinking it was going to be super easy. And when it wasn't, I didn't really know how to handle that. And I just kind of froze up. And I would make excuses for why I couldn't participate. Um, and the coaches obviously weren't very happy with me. And um, that really affected me. And then I because I wasn't improving, but I was making every step I could to avoid taking actions to improve because I was too scared to fail. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a very difficult time for me. And then I was also starting school and I didn't know anyone really. And I felt like I didn't belong because I was, I'm, I'm a very big personality. I'm a lot different than most kids my age. And I just, I didn't fit in. And it's so hard, especially being a teenager, when you're stuffed into high school, you just want to fit in sometimes. And I didn't fit in and I felt so alone. And then there was softball with a new team and I play up on an older team and I felt like I wasn't as good. And it was just like all of these big, massive things coming at me at once, just crushing me. And it felt so overwhelming that I just completely gave up. Before, like, I had so much fire in me and so much drive. And with all of these things, like, it's just like that fire was put out. And I just, I felt like I couldn't move on and I couldn't do anything about it.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I First of all, thank you for being so courageous and brave and, like, yeah. speaking truth into, like, what so many people feel. And so many kids feel like they can't talk about and and so many parents feel like they don't know what to do because I know when your mom first called me, she's like, I am at a loss. And then we had so much success the first week that your mom was like, well, this is so fast. I hope it sticks. Like (laughs) she didn't believe it. She was like, like, is this really going to stick? I don't know. We'll see. And I'm like, it's okay if it doesn't, there's going to be some waves till we get to the beach. You know, right? So then, yeah. then what do you think, like, what was the biggest shift for you? Because just last week or a couple weeks ago, you told me you were at school and the kids were like, do you, tell me the story about the kids at school. Like, maybe you should be hushed or whatever. You have a good story about that.
0: Um, There's been so many instances where, like, I have people constantly trying to put, um I. I don't even know why it's happened most of my life. I've just constantly had people try to put me down telling me I'm not good enough or that nobody likes me or that I should be less quiet or I shouldn't talk as much in class because I'm trying to be like a teacher's pet. And just constantly I'm getting all of this criticism. And at the beginning of the year, I definitely let that influence me. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe they're right. Like if I want to be liked, maybe I should be more quiet. Maybe I should hold back my opinions But now, like, I've found a place where I'm comfortable being myself, and I know it's not bad to be myself. And I, as long as I'm happy, like, who cares what people think? Like, I shouldn't have to live my life trying to please other people. I should be trying to make myself happy.
3: Man, if every 15 year old, (laughs) if every 20 year old was like, in that Face. I can't even believe like how different our world would be like and much, how much different how lives are like, what are you thinking when you're listening to this story TJ?
1: I have a lot of thoughts. I literally have like a million things running through my head right now. But the biggest thing is you just said 15 and 20 year olds, there's, there's moms and dads and coaches and, and people who are 50, 60, 70 years old that are still dealing with this. Yes. And the one thing that I, if, if I can impact someone in, in one way, if I only have one thing that I could possibly teach them, it would be pretty much exactly what you just said. The only difference for me is just the way that I say it. Mm -hmm. And literally what it is, is you realizing that when you're not being your 110% authentic self, the real version of you, you're depriving the world of all the beautiful, amazing things that you have to offer it. So it's not necessarily about making people like you or trying to fit in. It's actually like you're doing the world a disservice by not being you, which is a really, really powerful thing to realize in the moment because we get so caught up in what this person thinks and what they might say and what they might feel. A lot of it's just projections from other people and insecurities that they're so worried about within themselves. But when you realize at your core that you're depriving the world of all the amazing, beautiful things that you thought you had to hide before, but it's actually was qualified you more than anybody else on the planet to be in that experience. That's a beautiful thing. That's an amazing thing. So the fact that you can grasp that right now is phenomenal.
3: It's awesome. Reese, I'm so glad you're here tonight. What we're gonna do now is we're gonna we're gonna dig into some questions. Thank you for sharing your story. I know we're probably gonna get into some more situations and stuff, but I wanted to get into the questions, give give TJ a chance to impact some of the people that are here, that are that are being open, that are being vulnerable, that are sharing a lot of real things. I'm I'm seeing these comments come in right now, and I want to kind of kind of dig through some of these people. By the way, if you guys love Reese, give her some hearts right now. Give some thumbs up, (laughs) like like (laughs) send her some love because she has been through the ringer and she has come through it stronger than ever. And I'm just I, you inspire me every time I get to talk to you, Reese. I love you so much. Um, and you're just a great role model, a great example of, of what is possible when when parents and kids really buy into the process, which we've been talking about this whole week. Um, so, so TJ, um, there's people in the comments and there's people that have been messaging me all week. And they're like, there are days that softball, like the sport, is the only positive that their kids have. And this is the words that the kids are saying. They're like, softball is all I have. And so I know we're gonna be talking about confidence in, in athletics and, and confidence at the plate and pitching and all that stuff, but but really this is about going deeper and challenging challenging every single person on this call to look at this, not just from a sports perspective, but from a whole life perspective. Because if our whole life is 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 shattered, eventually like we're gonna lose softball too. Right. So so talk to me about what would you say to to a parent, to a kid 12 years old, who's like in that place where like their their sport is the only thing that they have. What can we what kind of thought process can we give them tonight?
1: Okay, so the way that I explain this, and I actually just talked about this in a video um, that I believe we might be putting up tomorrow. So yeah. definitely watch that video because I go a little more in depth on it, but I'll keep it as short as I can. So what I e- explain this experience as is an energy that you have. And, and first of all, let's realize that Softball, basketball, soccer, any sport, no matter what, that is life. It's a great analogy for life because there's ups and there's downs, there's wins, there's losses, there's a lot of pressure when it comes to being in whatever scenario that you're in, in any kind of sport. That is life. And so it's this really beautiful lesson that if you can find the positives in softball, if you can find the positives in any sport, You can also find them in your life. And so it starts with changing that internal energy. It starts with being able and willing to see things differently. And so if your kid is feeling so defeated and frustrated in outside sources from sports, it means one thing that sports is fantastic for them. It means that they can be competitive. It means that they can be themselves. It means that they feel comfortable in that sport. So that's fantastic. It's just taking those principles, taking those same things that they're realizing and experiencing in softball, for example, and applying them into life and when you get the energy and you get momentum around that energy those positive feelings and emotions that you want to create for your kid love joy happiness and this goes for adults it goes for i've worked with so many moms that have felt this way felt completely defeated other than the one time a week that they get to go and do whatever because they give themselves so much to an experience feeling that they they need to that they have no time for themselves and so it starts with changing that energy. It starts with changing that, what I call frequency. And so what frequency is, you mind if I explain this or is it going to
3: I think you, I think you definitely should. I think you should go into it.
1: Okay. So nobody talks about this, by the way. I know very, very, very few people that talk about this. So this is a, a very specific lesson that is going to change everything for you guys that are watching this right now. This is very valuable. Your frequency is something that is internal, something that you have that's unique to you. We discovered a long time ago that all things that are made up of matter, and I'm gonna get nerdy and sciencey on you guys for just a second. All things that are made up of matter, if we're looking at, let's just talk about ice and water. And I've talked about this in a video. Ice is a solid state, water is a liquid state. But if you look at it under a powerful enough microscope, you can see that those molecules are moving at a particular vibration, a particular frequency. Same thing for us as humans. We're made up of matter. We're made up of cells. And so when we can change that frequency through positive impact, through deeper level discussions and conversations around what you're capable of and who you really are and bring you back to the truth about what you get to experience, that frequency changes and it starts to change your body on a cellular level. And the thing that I talked about in the video is... Confidence and clarity have everything to do with the experience that you have every single day because you're not sitting there worried about, if we're talking about sports again, you're not walking up to the plate worried about if you strike out or what pitch they're going to throw. You're thinking about how you've hit this pitch a thousand times and you're about to crack it over and hit a home run and win the game for your team. It's, it's just a, a way that you show up in life. and It's very simple to shift, but nobody looks at it from that standpoint. It's just We tell kids, suck it up. We tell them, be tough. We tell them think positive. Okay, cool. How's that going to help me? What does that even mean? It literally starts internally as an energy and a frequency. And when you can tap into that, absolutely nothing can stop you. You're so powerful.
3: I love the analogy of ice and water. And I think that that's a really good way for for athletes to think about it. It's like, what do you do to turn ice to water and from water to water vapor? It's like, well, you add heat, you add energy, right? Yes. If You add that energy the molecules they move faster and they're more slippery and they and they and so it's like if you think about that from like what it takes if you're going to power like a steam locomotive you don't put a block of ice in there right you put it uses steam and it turns the water to steam and it's like that process of that that's what gives you the power like it's what that's what gives you like the power to be able to go places to be able to do things to be able to show up with power and so i love the analogy of, of thinking about it like that way because because most of our body is made up of water, so you can think of it like that way without even thinking about our skin and our bones, all that kind of stuff. It's like we're made up of these little molecules that vibrate, right? And the more energy that we create, it, it literally changes how we move, how we feel, like our energy levels, and we show up more powerfully, and, and then your mind starts to think. So change. So we're going to dig into some questions here in a second, but before we do that, I know one of your specialties, TJ, is, is food. And that for the last, for the last long time, you've been really helping women be able to change their emotional state around food, have their relationship with food. So that way they can transform their bodies here. You know, we're talking with athletes. They've got to be able to fuel their bodies so that way they can perform at a high level. So many athletes, like they, they train and they train and they train, right? A lot of athletes still have poor body image. That's separate from what they do on the field because they can feel confident in their jersey, but not feel confident in how they wear their, their, their clothes at school. So that's separate. But I want to talk about food from a place of fuel and thoughts from a place of fuel. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So something that I I was thinking about when uh, when Reese was talking earlier is and and maybe I'll just ask you this. What do you feel like it was about those situations that got you so down to the point where you didn't even want to show up? You didn't want to be there. You didn't want to try because you're so afraid to fail. Do you feel like it had something to do with a perfection mentality that got you there?
0: I definitely think so. Like, I definitely think that I wanted to be perfect in every way. And I just wanted people to like me. And I've always been that way. And seeing that uh, no matter what I did, I wasn't achieving that. Like, it just broke me down. And I just ended up shutting down instead of fighting through it.
1: Exactly. Because we we got so caught up in the the process of i have to be so perfect on this side if i make one mistake if i step out of line if i'm not this person that i perceive myself as i need to be i failed there's no in between it was like there was either perfection or there was nothing right yeah and that's the mentality that we go into dieting with that's the mentality we go into performance with that's the mentality that we go into relationships with whether that's a a spouse or a coach or a player, there's a million different scenarios that you can put that into. And when we can eliminate the process of this perfection mindset that we have to be this version of something that we're not already, we can actually fall in love with the process and we can have fun and it can be simple and we can enjoy it because you didn't get into sports to, to kill yourself and sacrifice everything about who you are. You got into sports because you love it because you have fun because you enjoy the process but when we when we get so focused on this perfection mindset of we have to look this way we have to be this way we have to talk this way, we have to um, create this external like exterior for the way that we look, we get so lost that we we're not ourselves anymore. And you experience that, right? You experience what it's like to get so far outside of yourself, trying to be something that you're naturally not, that you couldn't even function anymore. Yeah. And so when we eliminate that and we can just step back into, this is who I am. This is what I'm all about. This is what lights me up and makes me happy. And this is actually, I get to impact the world because I am this person, because I'm so beautiful, because I'm so funny, because I'm so unique in whatever way that may be. Because like you said, you have a big personality. I love that. Like live in that, be that person. She's
3: owning it too. And I love how she owns it. She's like, well, I'm interested in history. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Exactly. You were made this way on purpose. So live in that, that you, you literally are supposed to. So back, back to the whole food and performance and fueling and everything like that. We have made this concept so difficult that it feels impossible. And I guarantee you that every single person on this call at some point has felt like I've tried it. I've tried this. I've tried that. I've tried this diet. I've tried this exercise routine. I've tried uh, this meditation. I don't know what it was. And I've tried it all. What's the point? It's so complicated that I have to get so far outside of myself that I can't do it. I have so many clients that come to me and say, I've tried so many diets. I literally don't even want to start. And it's, and it comes back to this whole mentality of, I got to start on January 1st. I got to start on the next Monday. I'm going to eat salads all the way from Monday through Friday. And then on the weekend, I'm going to ball out and have pizza and beer and wings or whatever that may be for you. Like we go through this yo-yo process of I'm perfect or I'm failing. I'm perfect or I'm failing.
3: Same thing we, in softball, by the way, it's the yo-yo process, the idea of slumps, like I'm doing great or I suck, It's right? yes, yes. this yo-yo process, yeah.
1: Exactly. So when you can create an environment, and that's what's so important about coaches in general, and I'm not even necessarily just talking about us, but just coaches in general and parents and the environment that they create, there doesn't have to be these ups and downs of perfection versus sucking or not being good. There's just a constant flow of we're getting better and we know it because we're showing up to practice every day. We're getting better because we understand that we create the experience and through our team and the way that we impact them with our energy, it's very simple. And so I love teaching about nutrition. I love teaching about confidence. I love teaching about clarity because the better it gets, the better it gets. And if you guys work with me, you're going to hear me say that a thousand times. Jen's smiling right now because she's heard me say it so many times. And there's no ceiling. There's no ceiling to the amount of confidence that you can have. There's no ceiling to how simple and easy and fun your diet can be. And I I feel like I'm getting a little off topic from your original question, but I just wanted to like really, really dive in on that because it's so important because we have, we have eliminated the process of having fun and enjoying the process. And all we're focused on is how I can be this thing that I'm not naturally. And that's why it feels so difficult.
3: Which is the thing that kills confidence.
1: exactly
3: yeah it totally kills it by the way as as you guys were talking (laughs) boom my job there is people are saying yes we're working through the yo-yo right now um lots of messages coming in for you reese telling you how amazing and you are they're like i appreciate your transparency real world real real words real feelings and that take courage to just express openly um lots of people talking about unrealistic expectations and the pressures of that um, people were saying, heck yes, man, own it. One thing that came in, there was a conversation in the comments and this is a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's important. And it's like, people were talking about the difference between a female coach and a male coach, right? And, and the, the connection that you can have for as a female coach versus a male coach. And there's a lot of people talking about that. And one of the things that I think is super important for young women today is to have positive male role models not just female role models. Because we talk a lot about how important it is to have female role models. I absolutely believe in that. I don't think there's enough strong female leaders in the world. Like, I think that's a huge reason why we do what we do. The huge reason why Reese is here today, because she's becoming that. She is that, right? She, as a 15-year-old girl, like, she is that. And she's that in her community. She's that for her teams. And we were, um, you were talking about being able to show up powerfully in the world. I think sometimes it's like, just how can I show up powerfully for my team? Like, let's start there, right? Um, But I think it's so important that, that women today, girls today, have powerful male role models that show them respect, that speak to them not abusively, like so many coaches out there do, um, that know how to, to to be able to have those conversations, to hold them accountable. And that's one of the things I love about TJ is that that is who you are, right? You show up respectfully, you respect women, like, I mean, without saying, I wouldn't have you here if you didn't, but like in a powerful way, you know what I mean? Like, so what what would you say about that, um, TJ, about just the importance of male versus female coaching coaching? Um, for girls, for women in general?
1: Well, obviously, both sides are super important. Um, And actually, some of the work that I do with my clients personally, we talk a lot about uh, feminine versus masculine energies and how they impact each other and how they work together. Because when you can have that really beautiful relationship, it's so powerful. You can impact people in ways that you never thought were imaginable. But if you don't understand the difference between uh, feminine and a masculine energy, and you don't understand how to impact people and have that conversation and really go in depth with them, it's probably going to be pointless. I've had, I've had multiple clients come in and say that a coach in high school or in college said something to them, and it may have even been just a general statement, but they took it so deep, and so it was so deep-rooted in their subconscious that they felt they couldn't be successful. So for an example, and Reese, you may have experienced something like this at some point, even if it was unintentional. I had someone tell me that their coach told them, if you are not this specific weight, so let's, I don't know, let's say it's 125 pounds, just for a numbers sake. If you are not 125 pounds, you will not be successful in X, Y, Z scenario, cross country softball. Like you have to weigh this weight. I know we talked about that in wrestling with Stacy, like yeah. you have to be this weight or you will fail. And they took that, this person that I was working with took that so deep rooted that they felt for the rest of their life, they were above 125. That they were failing they were overweight they were fat they were ugly they were gross they were blah, blah 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 it was so deep-rootedly subconscious that that number was so important to them that if they ever went above it they went into a depression and it is well, so... think... go ahead go ahead go ahead tj finish your thought it's just so important to understand how to speak to kids how to impact them how to coach powerfully without getting into a a scenario where you're taking away from that kid's confidence, where you're taking away from that kid's experience, because if it's not fun and we're, we're putting these subconscious deep rooted beliefs that you have to be something that you're not, not everybody's going to be 125 pounds. Not everybody's going to be the best batter or the best hitter or the best blah, blah, blah. But why can't we focus on the things that we're good at? Why can't we bring that confidence out so much that even the things that we're not 110% the best at, we get even better at because our confidence impacts that naturally.
3: Yeah. I just accidentally kicked her off by accident. I didn't mean to. And I, and I wanted to ask her a question too, so I'm bringing her back on. Um, <laughs> sorry about <laughs> that. Why? I'm, I'm <laughs> back. <laughs> so glad you're back. So, um, so in regards to what TJ installed, and they're having a hard time getting them through that. So Reese, I know that you've had difficult situations with coaches before. Um, awesome. I would love it if you would share just, the like what happened not from an emotional place but just the fact of like the 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 real facts of what happened how it made you feel at the time and then how did you how did you shift your mindset through that so so starting with like school ball for
0: example yeah um school ball for me um some of the coaches there were multiple coaches and sometimes they would tell me in their own different ways whether it came from a positive place or a place that was worded differently or a place that was more emotional rather than logical, they told me sometimes that I was not at the level that I should have been. So it would have come across as you need to work on this or sometimes I would hear you're not good enough. So mm-hmm. that was a general message that I received, but it was different worded.
3: Well, I want to say how it was worded. She, one day Reese asked a question at practice and and the, and the coach said that's the stupidest question I've ever heard right and because and, Reese has got class and so she knows better than to, to say that but I'll, I'll say it because I think that a bit for for other girls that they need to hear that that sometimes and I don't know her. I don't know your coach Reese and i I'm, this is no judge because because who knows what happened to them in that day who knows where they were coming from who knows if they were trying to say it in a sarcastic joking way and it didn't come across that way to you right I just know how it impacted you and how it affected you so that's where I'm coming from on your side right yeah. so, so we talked about like Okay, so we talked about all these different things and how, how we don't let that shift our mindset, how we don't let that shift our belief, how, how that came across has nothing to do with who Reese is and how she needs to show up, right, and what she needs to believe about herself. But... But then, like, for a lot of athletes who have, who grew up in difficult situations, whether the coach meant that or not, I've been in a situation as a coach where I said something to a player and it was taken in a completely different way than how it was intended, right? And then it's like, okay, so now how can I rebuild that relationship with a coach? So it's not like throwing anybody under the bus. Communication is hard, period, because you're coming from your direction. I'm coming from my direction. Like, it takes it takes courage and guts to be able to say, like, hey, this is how this made me feel and, and like, can you clarify? And, and what I'm so proud of about Reese is how she – showed up and how she's like i understand it's probably not a good question but i still need to know the answer (laughs) like um she's awesome i'm telling you (laughs) um yeah and 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 i think reese like you're such a good example for the other girls on here that are just like you and maybe they haven't come into fully stepping into their power like you have but they are just like you, right? And they have that same capacity to own who they are and that that they can go on this journey to where one day they can show up and they can be like, you know what? Like right now, tell them a story about what's going on for you right now in softball and, and where your mindset is at right now.
0: So right now I'm in a bit of a situation where I've joined this new team. A lot of the girls are older, but um, the coach has this mindset that because I'm younger, I'm not good enough. And I've been working my butt off, and no matter how hard I try, he just doesn't see me as a player that he would put on first. And um, as a catcher, I I would definitely say catching is my primary position, and he told me that he doesn't think I should be catching. And so that was really hard for me to hear, but um, whereas before, like in a similar situation at the beginning of the year, Um, that would have broken me, that would have been it for me. And I would just give up. But um, now I'm in a place where I can say, well, hold on. That's your interpretation of it. I know you don't know me that well. This is a new situation. I believe in myself. And I know I'm a catcher. That's who I am. So if you're not giving me time in the position that I want to play, I'm going to make opportunities for myself. Because I was so upset that I wasn't getting playing time that I went and created opportunities where I went out and worked with coaches. So I could get more time to play.
3: And so, and just to be clear, it's not like she's going out and she's picking up with all these other teams. That's not what she's talking about. What she did was she was like, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm gonna go get extra lessons from this coach. I'm gonna go put myself in a situation where I got extra practice with this coach. And so, because for her, and she sent me a video of this. We have this little app where we can send video voicemails. And she's like, "Well, here's the situation, and here's what I'm doing." And she's, she's telling literally my voice. voice. It doesn't sound like you, right? She's like, "So yeah." So, so I'm I'm going out and I'm creating opportunities because it's not so much that it's what they said is that I'm not getting to play the game that I love as much as I want to. So I'm making those opportunities, and in the process. You're taking ownership of your game, which is what every single coach and parent wants here for their kids is for them to fully take ownership of their game. So for you to go from the place where you're like, I don't even know if I want to play anymore, where you're like in this deep, dark place where you don't you're like literally not showing up and like making excuses for why you can't. Because you're, you're in under the water, like that far to go to the place where somebody can literally tell you you're not good enough and tell you like, Hey, you're not going to get an opportunity here. And you're like, well, I'm going to make my own opportunities. Like for you to go from there to there in such a short amount of time, like that's what every parent and coach wants for their kids. So what would you be like, if you had to give a parent or a coach or an athlete, like one, I know that's a lot. I'm making it too difficult on you. Sorry, if you could give one piece of advice for like one thing that's that a, a kid who's listening to this, that's it's in that place where softball is their, their either their haven and it's like their only place where they're going for, for peace in their life or they're not loving it. They're just not confident there at all. Like what would your one piece of advice be or thought process that you could give them to be able to go from being under the water to at least being on the bench on, on the beach? We don't have to talk about the top of the mountain yet, but just like getting where they can breathe.
0: I would say um, being in a situation isn't the be all and end all of everything. And a situation isn't necessarily always a bad thing. I, I I don't necessarily, I would say in life, there's situations. I would say there's challenges and in challenges, that's how you become better. Like if you look at it, like when you work out, sometimes you're not able to lift like 50 pounds that's a challenge for you and you just got to keep working that until you're able to lift that and that's what life is it's not always going to be good and sometimes you're not going to be able to lift 50 pounds but are you going to get it someday heck yeah and then some days you're going to be weaker than others awesome love it
3: what are you thinking, TJ? <laughs>
1: You can tell when my brain's turning, can't you?
3: I can. Your eyes are just like, yeah. And I, it's funny because like I can hear the priest talk about analogies that we've talked about, but in her own words. So it's just yeah. really fun to see how she's interpreted that and not how she's sharing it. It's beautiful. I love it so much.
1: <laughs> I, I want everybody watching this video right now to recognize what she just did. And what just happened essentially is she went from a place of everybody tell me who to be. Everybody tell me what position I'm allowed to play, what I'm allowed to do, what I'm allowed to experience. She was looking for confidence and certainty and clarity from external sources. And then when she just said what she said, she basically told her coach, "Uh, no, I know I'm a catcher. I know I'm capable. I know how awesome I am and all the things that I'm good at. She found it here. She knows that her confidence and her clarity comes from internal not from external people telling her whether or not she's capable or she's allowed to create the experiences that she wants. That is some powerful stuff. Like that is insane to me that you can even understand that concept and then you can sit back and still be coachable. That's that there's one thing between a kid who can't be coachable, who can't take advice, who can't take, you know, criticism or whatever, and someone who can say, I know what I'm capable of, I can still get better, I can continue to go. Outside of this scenario and find more coaching, more time, more playing time, more uh, advice, more whatever it may be that you're seeking at the time and not take it so personally to the point where you shut down and you can't be coached anymore. That is insane. And you will your entire life has changed because you have that experience now, because you can apply that to your finances in the future. You can apply that to your relationships in the future. You can apply that to future schools that you go to friends that you meet that that's life changing stuff, guys. And that's where sports and life, they, they intermesh, they become one and you've learned such an amazing lesson. And I'm, I'm in love with you. I'm just so, I'm so happy that you can, you can understand that. That's amazing.
3: You know, what's so cool Why you said this is where sports and life cross. It's so cool because the way that Reese showed up in softball, the way the story that she just told, she has also shared with me stories of that at school where people were literally like, whether it was teachers or like, she got, there's a girl that was like literally physically attacking her at school. Like it was this horror, she's laughing, but it was like this horrible situation. She's telling yeah. me this like she had a family situation with a family member who has had health issues, all this stuff was going on. And she's like, yeah, but I'm okay. Like, this is how I handled it. This is what I was thinking about. <laughs> like, and it didn't shake her a bit where I know, like if I was in the high school and like so many kids that go through that in high school, like it shakes everything. And it, it is super stressful for the parents and, and for Reese to be able to, to be able to go to her friends who are telling her, Hey, maybe you should chill. Maybe you should like tone it down for a bit and be like, Hey, I understand that something like that you're uncomfortable in this situation. Like. Like, can you tell me a little bit about like how that makes you feel? And for her to be able to then turn it on them and be able to support her friends in that way to understand why they feel threatened by her and to be able to hold space. And we've talked about like how to listen and communicate and been able to take that It's like, it is, it is the perfect case study for what is possible when you take an athlete and you put them in the right environment with people like you, TJ, with people who like literally challenge them to think differently. Because last night, Reese, we were, uh, coach Stacy was on to so say, you know, and we were talking about questions, and how so many parents are looking for the right thing to say to their kid, or coaches are—they're like looking for the script, right? And how? Let me ask you, Reese. And all of the conversations that we had, some of them were short, some of them were long. How many times did I give you an answer versus ask you a question?
0: Ask me a question. Very difficult questions. <laughs>
3: And then what did you like? So tell us a little bit about that process for you. Like, like, what was it like in those experiences? And like, what, what was it that actually shifted you? Do you think?
0: I remember I I vividly remember one of the first times we started talking, and you asked me a question, and I gave an answer. And you you just flat out said, you know what, Reese, I just I think you're giving me the answer. I think you want me to hear but it's not the truth. (laughs) I I was like, damn she got (laughs) me (laughs) and it's so right like people like you give them questions and they just give you the answer that they think you want to hear and it's really not living truthful to yourself and you do give me really hard questions because you're trying to develop more of the story and develop more of how to get to a better place and it's not easy questions. It's like, I really have to like look inside myself and think, okay, what's going on deep down in my brain? Like it's not easy,
3: but you do the work and you show up, you know, like you show up and do the work. And now like, I don't even have to ask you questions because you come to me and you're like, well, here's the questions I was asking myself. And here's what I came up with.
1: (laughs) Teaching people, like she's literally impacted. I guarantee you everybody who's watched this is amazed right now at the way that you have come into your own and and really what's happening when she's asking you those questions is she's just bringing you back to the truth. She's bringing you back to the truth of what you're capable of, of who you really are, of what you want to create, of the unique things about you that are so amazing. That's all it really is. When you look at it on a deeper level is what is the truth? Am I really this or that? Because one person said this or feels this or blah, blah, blah. It's, it's all about just finding the truth, coming back to it, coming home to it and living in it on a daily basis. And you are embodying that better than 99.9% of the people I've ever met. It's awesome. It's
3: awesome. I'm going to go dig into some questions here for you guys. And then we're going to wrap up here shortly. Um, This is for both of you. Uh, They actually asked it for Reese, but I'm, as I was reading the question, I want to know from you too, TJ. So uh, Reese, what is your daily mantra that you repeat
0: to yourself? If there is one, I don't know. Oh, I have one. I've been living in this. It's, it's a mix kind of between two it depends on the mood. Um, first one is you do you boo because <laughs> anybody can tell you whatever you want, but you go ahead and do what you want. You do you boo. And then, um, another one, I just said this to my pitcher the other day, we were pitching catching and coaches were harping on us cause they were like, we need to win this game. And I was like, I looked at her, I'm like, I'm just gonna live in my own happy little bubble. And so every time something happened and I was like, I was gonna let other people influence me. I was like, happy little bubble, happy little bubble. And I, it's working for
3: me. You know what's so funny about that story it makes so much sense now because you told me that day that, that you were playing and you were smiling and this coach came up to you and was like, do you always smile this much? And you're like, I'm just a happy person. <laughs> and I live in my happy little bubble and it's and what's so impressive about that Reese is like it's not like you don't face challenge like you have faced significant adversity right like it's not even it's not even a joke it's real right it's real life it's just like every other kid here on the call right and so many people will be victims to that and they'll be like well I can't be happy because of this or I'll be happy when this and it's like you created your own happy bubble and you get to live in it even though stuff is facing and when challenges come you you go bust them through them anyway it's awesome all right TJ Mantras? Do you have one?
1: Something that I find myself saying, and this is going to sound really cocky at first before I explain it, but something that I find myself saying on a regular basis, and I think Reese will appreciate this, is welcome to me. I always say that, and I think it's hilarious when I say it, but it's the truth, because this is me. This is what you get. Like this is the authentic, confident, and sometimes overly perceived as confident person that I am. And I always have been, that's been dying to come out of me for years. And in the last five years, I've been able to bring that person out more and more and more. And so that's, that's my bubble. That's my, it's, it's like, this is what you get. This is all me. I'm going to call you out on the truth. I'm going to show you what I'm all about. I'm going to be me. And this is what you get. So welcome to me. And that's what I'm constantly saying to my clients, my friends, my family, um, and we've kind of turned it into this joke, but it's it's a real thing. It's this is what you get when you get me, and and that's awesome, and I celebrate that, and that's that's an amazing thing to be able to do.
3: Man, this call is fire. I love you guys so much. Like, I'm just imagining, like, what it would be like if we could, like, do this on a regular basis. It's so awesome. Like, um, I'm watching the the comments coming in. And just so you know, You Do You Boo is now an official hashtag. Oh, oh no, I used that one
1: too. That's why I freaked out. And I was like, yes, because I totally say that on a regular basis. Yeah. But I did get that from another it's the best coach, thing but to
3: it's a good say. And also living in my happy little bubble people are like, it's so funny because when we launched this challenge, I said something like this is not all sunshine, rainbows and butterflies, because I've had coaches who've watched me coach that they make fun of me as a coach and of my team because they're like, oh, that girl, she's all sunshine, rainbows and butterflies which I'm not, but I am very enthusiastic and I am very happy. Like I got my own dark side, you know, like we all do, but, uh, but like I'm very enthusiastic and happy and go happy, go lucky. And I have a good time at whatever I'm doing because I, I choose to do what I love. Right. And I don't let the, the other things like weigh me down. And it's not like those things do not exist. They absolutely do. Reese, you know, like we talk about real stuff. Um, But, but it's funny because somebody in here is like, I'm choosing sunshine and rainbows for now. (laughs) Like, and it's, it's just kind of come full circle that, that you have a choice, you know, and that when you truly commit to showing up as your true authentic self, like that's all there is. It's light. It it is rainbows, right? I mean, like that's literally what it is if you want to get super like scientific about it. So uh, we're going to go final thoughts, final shares for about confidence, um, about building confidence for coaches, for parents. Reese, you take, you take it first. What are your, what are your
0: final messages? Yeah. Um, I would say like, definitely like, especially for girls that were like me, like, like I said in the beginning, I never thought I would be here today. I like, I never knew I could have so much influence on this world. And the like the things that I've done, like I'm a coach now and I see some of the girls like I was in tears the other day because one of the girls like told her mom that she was living by what coach Reese said. And it like it it brought me to tears to just, just see how much impact I have on some people and the things that I'm able to do. And like, it's crazy. Like I never thought I'd be here, but just really being dedicated to showing up and not being comfortable in a position where you shouldn't be in and like when i say that like don't be comfortable with not being comfortable like go out of your comfort zone to be a better version of you well said well said well done my reese
3: go ahead what you got tj
1: I just said, yeah, you don't have to settle for less. You don't have to continue settling and sacrificing and becoming something that you're not. You get to live as the best version of you every single day if you so choose, but it is a choice and you've recognized that. And that's so amazing. And now you get to go out and impact other people. You get to impact the kids that you work with, your friends, your family, your team. And that's, that's what I wanted to say is that this is a, it's a whole circle when it comes to everybody that's involved, your confidence, your clarity, the the certainty that you have around who you are and what you're capable of as a coach, you're impacting your entire team every single time that you show up to practice. If you show up with bad energy and disbelief and doubt and fear and worry, your team feels that and they they continue to embody it the more that you feel that. It's the same thing with the players. It's the same thing with the parents. That internal energy that you have, that internal confidence it resonates with everybody around you. It's not necessarily your job to be confident for someone else. It is your job to show up as the best version of you. That's your only job. And when you can do that, everybody else benefits. The entire team benefits from your confidence. They benefit from how much fun you're having, from the smile that you have on your face, from being in your own happy little bubble. That That is so important to recognize. So you, it's your job to show up as your highest and best. To be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be and that will impact your team it will impact your coach it will impact your parents it will impact your life and once again the whole life sports things crossing over if you want to build a beautiful life know that that's your job and show up and do it every single day and everybody benefits because of it
2: and that is a wrap it was good right it was so powerful in person and man these people are awesome So as mentioned, today's challenge is a big one. We've created the Tough Team Challenge. It's a 10-day interactive experience where we teach coaches, players, and parents how to build mental toughness. When this airs, we're currently a little over halfway through the challenge, but don't worry. It's not difficult to get caught up, and we've added in a buffer. Because here's the bonus. For one team, or program we will be giving away an epic cramp prize you and your team will have the opportunity to share why you're the toughest team for your chance to win an in-person, interactive, mental performance experience. We're talking about a clinic that is multiple days of impact, insight, and fun, including a customized on-field practice for your team, behind-the-scenes access to a best-season-ever clinic where your team will learn the confidence hacks of the world's top-performing athletes, individual feedback for your athletes on how to leverage the mental game personally, and much, much more. To have your chance to win that prize, you got to participate. This is all about taking action. And here's what some of the people who have taken action so far have said. So one person said, it felt amazing. It was our first game this season to not make any errors on the field. And I, for the first time in a while, got a good hit. My confidence has been boosted. And it's still being boosted every day that I'm in this challenge. And I absolutely love it. For the first time in a long time. Another person said, I honestly didn't think this would help me that much or impact me as much as it has in just the first day that I've been here. Another person said, I'm loving this challenge. It made my kiddo think about what she needs to do to focus and what she sees in others who have strengths that she could gain from. She chose not to give up. So if you wanna learn how to build mental toughness, how to build that confidence from the inside out, how to help your players bounce back from failure and how you can show up as your best self so you can make an impact on these young ladies, this is the opportunity to take action on all of the great mental toughness tips you know will help your girls. So if you want in, head to www.toughteamchallenge.com today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that we'll see you soon in the Tough Team Challenge. Have a good one.